Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Total 90 Premier League podcast. This is your favorite time of the week. This is my favorite time of the week. And I am Nick Brown, Franny Brown from Franny Brown Town. It's a new year, but the same Manchester City as they go 15 points ahead of United. Arsenal and Chelsea play out a classic two-all draw, but was that a penalty? Which has it got? We look ahead at the relegation zone with Stoke, West Brom and Swansea fighting it out, of course, with Facebook's finest. We talk about Sanchez, Coutinho, and we look at week 23 of the Premier League. And of course, I am never alone. I am joined by Michael Kennedy, who, of course, has not stopped drinking since New Year's Eve itself. How was your New Year, Mickey? Well, it's not too good now because I'm carrying an extra couple of kilos. But, <laughs> um, no, it's been good. How about yours? Yeah, Christmas, New Year. It is one of the, it's the festive season. You put on, and it's unfortunately it's summer down here, so it's kind of like you know you just kind of you hope that you sweat out all the food and all the alcohol, but it but just it, kind of hasn't happened for yeah, us yet. It doesn't. But a lot of fixtures, Mickey. Uh, too many fixtures, actually. I, yep. I, I need to write. I need to write him a letter and tell him just to slow the fuck down because it's hard for us to keep up. And that's exactly why we're on the Friday night uh, bandwagon at the moment, um, just to try and keep up with all the games during the week because they do have the two games yep. in a week. It is, is full on. I can't imagine how it'd be for the players because we're struggling to do, a, you know, an hour show every every, yeah. every week. Well, but, that's it. that's it. We've, yeah. we've had managers come out, and uh, I know Pep came out recently. He kind of said this like it's ridiculous the scheduling right now. Yeah. Like, and and it, it's it's a very crazy period, especially over the Christmas time. And uh, for a lot of teams, you see that um, that's where you know they either really falter and they. Really drop a lot of points, or they really shine because a lot yep. of t- because not every team is switched on all through that whole period. I think uh, Newcastle was one of the top, uh, got one of the most amount of points for out of every team. I think Spurs, Liverpool, and uh, I think Man- and Man City all got yeah. ten points each. I thought I thought it was nine. No, nine. Or, I think you guys had the extra game, so you get. Yeah, possibly. That, not. That sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so like, we, there was some there were some good results there, but then uh, on the on the other end, but Mickey, of all the good things that has happened, uh, my bottom, my favorite three teams to get relegated are on the bottom: Swansea, West Brom, and Stoke. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. This is I, what, I'm I, not. Need, I need you to get me excited. Why, why aren't you excited about Swansea, West Brom, and Stoke being on the bottom? Well, I don't really like Swansea being on the bottom. I, I wouldn't mind okay. them going up. What about I, the others? Look, I don't really mind too much. I know our friend Tim would be pretty shattered if Stoke went down, so I'm happy if they go down. Yep. Uh, well, um, okay, who would you want to go down? So Stoke, yes? Well, that's a tricky question, isn't it? Because I was just thinking that when I was looking at it. Um, West Brom definitely, which I've written West Ham on the, um, yeah, the board. West Ham, West Ham's appearing twice <laughs> on, the, on your board. But um, yeah, West Brom and, and Stoke, I'd probably be happy to go down now. I don't know. Um who don't you like? Bournemouth, maybe Brighton or Southampton, maybe. I, yeah. don't, I don't know. Maybe they're the teams that I probably, you know, if they went down, I would probably wouldn't really care too much. The rest of them, you know, I've, I, I like. Even Watford, I'm not, I wasn't the biggest fan of, but it doesn't look like they'll be going down this year. They're, Although they're, they haven't, they haven't had a great run. You know, they're kind, of, they're dropping a lot of points. But you'd think that their start of the season is going to keep them up. They don't, they only have to probably gain another fifteen points to probably guarantee yeah. safety. So get to that forty point mark. The magical forty still is a thing. And Burnley are only six points away. Burnley for top six is kind of dying down. But yeah, yeah, well that's exactly right. And um, they're ten points from Liverpool at the moment with the top four. So I think the top four dream is as shallow as it looked. Um, at the start of the season, and, and even when they're playing their best, is probably looking even more, more unlikely now. So the next, the next best thing for them is to, to try and get that Europa League spot. Um, Arsenal have bridged the like, 
There was a little bit of a gap between them, and the top six are starting to break away. Yeah. Um, but they're holding on there just. Yeah, I think the Christmas period is gonna, it's kind of taken a bit of a hit for them. Yep. Although, the, all be, that being said, they were very unlucky not to get a point against Liverpool. Very, you know, any any yeah. goal any goal in the 94th minute is probably going to be unlucky for the team who's getting scored against. But you got it shows and they, did you, score, they did score the 88. Yeah, they did. They did score late, of course. Uh, but of course, you need to be switched on for the whole game. That's what uh, a lot of uh, a lot of teams will talk about a couple of times, especially with Spurs today. Uh, you know, not being switched on 18 shots to zero before uh, West Ham scored their first. So that was always fun. Yeah. But we. Were We'll start with Arsenal Chelsea. A uh, bit of a bit of a derby, of course. Uh, was pro- quite an entertaining game, albeit, and uh, you know, two all kind of perfect for uh, for our two teams, isn't it? Yeah, it was, and it's a, as a, yeah, as I said before, a perfect result for every team around them. Um, this hurt Arsenal a lot more than Chelsea, but I think just because the the points gap between them and fourth now is um, quite big. Um, five points is pretty big coming into this part of the season. Um, but you know this is a game where I watched most of it, and it was a lot. Of, a lot of times it was end to end stuff. Um, Arsenal nearly gifted Chelsea a goal early on, um, where I think it was Chambers and oh, who was that? I can't remember who the other one was. But um, they miscommunicated and pretty much let Morata um, into an open goal one v one. But he happened to miss. Um, the one thing I did notice is Morata's very poor in one on one situations. Yep. Um, for a striker that you know should bang away, probably nine times out of ten with the one on ones, he's he's very um, he he doesn't seem like he knows what he wants to do, and um, he, o- he overthinks it for sure. I, I think he does, and it wasn't any more clear than this one where he had about you know ten yards. He, even he didn't know. At one stage, he didn't realize how like he turned around and goes, "What the hell? This yeah. much room?" He literally just strolled in. Um, check one on one, and then hit it with his left and missed the whole lot. And um, that for me was pretty alarming to think that he was a seventy-five million pound signing. Yeah, it's a, it's one of those things that I've kind of we've we've touched on this the last couple of weeks. You know, Murata isn't like he's been putting it away. I'm getting some. He's on the goal tally. He's looking okay, but it's more the instinct goals for him, isn't it? Yeah, but overall, in terms of, like the amount of actual effect he's having on the game, it is kind of dwindling a bit. And you know, this is a perfect game, especially in a big derby. Like you know, they could have really stung. Uh, Arsenal and got him out of the way pretty early in this game. You know, Lacazette uh, doesn't score again six ga- six Premier League games in a row that he hasn't scored. I don't know if that's a bit of a worrying sign, but I, you know, I think the, the he's on fifty. To that too is a little bit. Cool, yeah, but, like you know, it's, yeah. it must be a bit like that. Uh, Wilshere uh, scoring again, having a really nice uh, probably month or two now. He's uh, like, I don't I wouldn't know if he's a guarantee for the England squad, but right, on form alone, I think, alone, he would be. I think for, yeah. right now, like if he continues where he's going, and and this is probably the best run he's had in a, in a couple of years, where he's yeah. just and, and it's. Pretty much just been injury free. Like he's a talent of football. There's no no one's ever doubted that. Yeah, that's the one thing um, that you know Jack Wilshere. That he's got so much talent, um, and no one's ever questioned that. It's just the, the ability to keep fit. It was it was a long time the same with Daniel Sturridge. and the same thing. Like no one ever questioned his ability to play. Um, it was just the fact that he was injured all the time. Sometimes that happens to players, and it's a cruel game when that kind of you know effect sits on a player that um, that their body can't quite hold up, but. He looks like he's been doing the right things now, and he's really um, just kind of slotted back in where it looked like for a while that he would have gone to another club and, and would have taken a step down maybe from one of those big six clubs and um, trying to go go from there. But he's really um, had a really good month. He, it was a really good, well, well-hit goal, you know. Um, it was a little bit of an instinct goal as well, I think, but yeah. it was just sweet off the boot and... You know, it was a player playing with confidence and he set the tone for, for Arsenal, which they could have easily been two or three nil down and Arsenal could have been two or three up too. Sanchez did hit the post in the first half with a yep. um, wonderful bit of play, but... 
hit the post. This twice. was a very hit, entertaining hit two, hit two posts. Yeah, well, it was a very entertaining game, really, because at, at one stage, as I said, it was literally Arsenal would go down, and have a shot, it'd be close to being a goal, and then Chelsea would run down the other end, nearly kick a goal, and it just went like that for about twenty minutes at one stage in the first half, and. Um, when Wilshire finally broke the deadlock, it, it could have gone either way, and it did, and it went to you know to all. It was a very entertaining game in the end. Yeah, it was. Uh, I want to uh, get a couple of uh, comments from you about the penalty. Uh, Hazard obviously Ballerin and Hazard going for the ball. It looked like Hazard just got there just a touch before Ballerin, and unfortunately, when you put your when you lift your foot and you catch him, it you know any player at the box is going to go down. Uh, Hazard does milks it for all it's worth, yep. gets the penalty. Definitely, uh, yeah, definitely that's that. that's the second week in a row uh, that or oh, second time in two in a week, sorry, that Arsenal have conceded a penalty um, and that has been pretty dubious. The J uh, the Zaha one, not the Zaha one, sorry, the one against uh, yeah J Rodriguez one was nothing in that. Was absolutely was absolutely a abysmal that penalty that's coming from a Spurs fan that was ab- I would have been so furious if that happened and it seems like they've kind of maybe done it again I don't know I feel like this one maybe was just a soft one but it probably yeah. was there I, it's hard this one there's so many of them have come up this year and I think the Premier League are going to do something about st- either stamping it out or you know because there's so many penalties being done this year and and they're at the worst times a lot of them and and they are so dubious that but that's that's been the argument with every single penalty. Oh, it's it, it's there, but and yeah. that, and is it really? But like, it's you like, look at you look at that. It's the faintest of touches when they're both stuck the foot out and they're both going for the ball. A lot of people see it. Um, Bellerin had his foot in the air. So did Hazard. Hazard had his leg yeah. in the exact same position as Bellerin. If if Bellerin got there a second foot, and that's a free to Bellerin if he went yeah, down. Of yeah. You know what I mean? So. You know, both players doing exactly the same action. That's a natural reaction to go for the ball like that. It's just the ball sitting in that middle height where it's too low for your head, it's too high for your boot, and they've just both gone yeah. with a natural reaction, which is to toe poke it a little bit. And I think just the, the call penalty just on both players contesting the ball like that, and it wasn't like it was in Hazard's possession, really. It was in that kind of no man's land. Yeah, it was. The only the only thing that goes in Hazard's favour is that he just he got there probably a fraction early, mm. uh, earlier than him, and it kind of, Bellerin came across and just caught his foot a tiny bit, but I, I, I agree. It's, it's very much a touch and go. We, we say these are soft penalties, and you raise a good point. It's, like, it's almost like over the years, over the last few years, that the, the what we call consider a soft penalty is getting softer and softer and yeah. softer every year, yeah. and now we're kind of accepting anything as a penalty. So you might be right on that one. I definitely, the West Brom one was a joke. I, I was really, I felt really bad for Arsenal on that. Well, that's- I, and that's the thing too. These are these are huge games for Arsenal. These are these are season-defining games and potentially have cost them four points over the last two games. Uh, Alonso, was- Alonso scoring Mickey. Uh, yeah. He's the highest. He's scored the most goals out of the top five leagues out of any fullback in Europe. Six. Six goals. Yep. Uh, currently, he's uh, he's looking in fine form right now. He and is. Ballerin making up for it in the 92nd, 93rd minute with an yeah. absolutely p- pretty good strike, actually, considering, uh, considering everything in the game. Uh, keep, yeah. Keeping that down would have been very difficult to do. So it was it was a really entertaining game. We had a really entertaining finish. Once, you know, it's kind of like the shackles came off once the uh, once the first goal yeah. went in. And yeah, a yeah, good result for us. But I, I, I don't know. I think I think both sides could have walked away from that game thinking they could have won. And, yeah. that's, and that's the thing. But... At the end of the game, at the end of the day, the real winners of this match were everyone else in that top six. Um, I think Tottenham and Liverpool especially um, got a lot out of that game just because, you know, you'd rather sacrifice um, two points for both teams than have one team win three and another team win zero. So um, this was perfect for Liverpool and Tottenham. And that's what happens a lot in these Christmas times. Because, like, for now, um, Liverpool two points behind Chelsea. So Liverpool have got Man City this week. 
that gives us a little bit of a bracket to stay in that top four unless, you know, something, you know, we lose by a lot and Tottenham win by a bit and then yeah. kind of, you know, and even then we're on draw. So Yeah, exactly. Um I think that was really important that we had that four uh, three point gap between fifth because we might need it this weekend. And, um, and now it looks yeah. like, you know, second and fourth has, you know, three points in it right now. Like, Liverpool realistically, and I really do think there's a bit of blood in the water for City. I think Liverpool of all, are one of the only teams right now, one of the, probably the perfect team to versus City right now with everything going on. They're, just, yeah. they're not as confident as what they want They want to be in City and uh, they could take the points here, Liverpool. So, you know, who knows and if they and win that? As I said, I think, I said the other week, I think like, for like for like, I think Liverpool have got the best chance of beating Chelsea because I just think, it could just be an absolute goal fest, and and C- their front City. fours. City, pardon, not che- not Chelsea. Sorry, <laughs> um, I think Liverpool can go toe to toe with City with their attacking display, and I think that's why if, we, if it goes to a shootout, you never know. Liverpool might actually be tape the whole three points, and that's what that's why I think that we've got a chance. Um, it'll be interesting to see if Van Dijk starts. Um, yeah, if he comes in tomorrow morning against Everton in the FA Cup. Or he starts City. He's got to start City. Surely he doesn't leave him to after that game. But it'll be interesting to see. And, um, and it also uh, depends on what Coutinho is doing. If he's still a Liverpool player by well, then, you know, even if we Coutinho just played that game and with the butt, I'd rather him not be injured because I don't think he's injured at the moment. No, no, not at all. He was left out of um, the game against Burnley, which we were just about to um, touch base on, and he'll be left out of the FA Cup game with Salah. It's interesting. It'll be yep. interesting to see if Klopp's has kind of made up that not made up the injury, but just let Salah rest for a bit. Well, you know, I think you need to do a bit of player management over this time period. You know, Kane got rested on you know during the week, yep. and uh, it, it it can be really beneficial in the long run. You know, you want to you want to keep your players firing, but you don't want to exhaust them because if he, if Salah comes out the other side of this Christmas holiday like absolutely exhausted, then he might have a really average January and yep. kind of moves forward. Especially when you have Coutinho basically at the door, right? Yeah. Now. So you need him like, realistic. Fit, yeah, I think fit and ready, and yeah. especially if you can rest him because the FA Cup. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what your thoughts are on on that as a as a trophy in general. But you know, maybe Klopp's gone. Oh, it's an important trophy nonetheless. Like yeah. FA Cup has a huge history about it. Um, you know, back in the day, FA Cup was the was the yeah. trophy to win. Um, you know, the FA Cup final at Wembley was pretty much the highlight of the year because yeah. it, is, it is one of the few like trophies that they play for that has like you know a final kind of thing like yeah. oh, besides the the um, English League Cup and a couple of others but um, you know FA Cup was really an event in England so um, it'd be massive to stay in that competition but you know if we can get points from Man City it, it, I think it changes the whole prospect of the season for us because it kind of um, it just gives us that little bit you know a little bit more extra couple of points there they're going to make all the difference at the end but Moving on to a Liverpool um, game, Liverpool versus Burnley, 2-1. I would say we're lucky to get the victory. I would also say that they'll, you know, for a long pass of the game, to, for them to get their goal in the 88th minute or 87th minute, sorry, I felt extremely, not unlucky, but just I just felt like we could have easily, you know, kind of seen off that game. But to get the result at the end uh, made me, as a Liverpool supporter, a very happy man. Sadio Mane's goal was just Ooh. a great goal, just... As I said, sometimes this was a lot of stages a very like a dull game kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I think Burnley gave it to Liverpool. You know they they were they were like a, a good match. I think they were both competitive against each other. Burnley are playing the, like the Burnley team of previous seasons, where they're a pushover. This team um, are not only you know up at the table with the big big teams. They're actually competing with them very well when they verse them. And Burnley aren't uh, are no easy beats this year. Um, I would like to point out Jerry Gomez. 
I noticed he's defending against Arsenal um, when Alexis Sanchez kicked his goal, headed his goal. Um, yep. A couple of weeks ago in the 3-3 draw. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. Um, where he was caught flat-footed and Sanchez kind of just overran in front of him, headed in for, like, yeah, way was, too easily. That was really poor, that, actually. Um, if anyone watches the replay of this game, watch Joe Gomez when the ball's crossed in here when, um, oh, I can't even pronounce his name. Goodmanson. Yeah, Goodmanson. Um, he runs in. Um, once again, Joe Gomez just caught flat-footed and just kind of ball-watching a bit, and it just allowed the ball just to go, run right past him, straight to his head, straight to the goal now. Um, you know, the first time you can like almost, you know, maybe it was just a mistake, but see that in a couple of weeks in between, um, there's got to be more work at defence. Um, definitely on his standard because he was he he was pretty much just standing still, um, and just let the ball go past him while there was no one there, even though yeah. he was you know marking essentially someone, and it was just too easy. And that's the second time in you know two weeks. That it's happened, and you know maybe that needs to be more more work done. I don't know what you think, but yeah, yeah. Like you see a lot of these uh, defenders coming in, and they, a lot of them can do the old fashioned ball watching technique where they kind of get lost. And you know this this is something that it's a lot of do you, time. Do you think it's natural human instinct sometimes? Yeah, because it carries through got, for juniors. Like yeah. people do it, and sometimes it's really like there are um, they get out of it for the most part. But there's sometimes there's moments where you kind of like okay, where's the ball? Where's the ball? And they don't really mark their man, and then yeah. all of a sudden they're caught. The ball's halfway towards them, and they're like, oh shit, I got no momentum here. I, yeah. I can't really uh, like I have to do something really special here, and you know some of them can't. Burnley uh, have come off three games. They you know got beaten by Spurs. They drew to Huddlesfield. Now they've been beaten by Liverpool. This is a very tough period for them. They really needed that Huddlesfield win. I feel like that was that's yeah. a, that's something that they were really they were kind of kick themselves for because you know now they're only four points away from Leicester in uh, in eighth place, and they kind of. They're, they're heading more towards the bottom now than the top, aren't they? Yeah, like, I will, if I, I really hope that they can stick in like that top ten. I hope they don't drop completely off because that'd be you know that'd be horrible to see. My boys in Burnley, the the Burnley brutes, every <laughs> yeah, t- every team with a B. Bo- my boys in Bournemouth, my boys in Burnley, they're, they're my and uh, no Brighton, I uh, fuck Brighton. And, <laughs> about Huddersfield, uh, um, that's Aaron Moy, that's, no, Aaron, Moy, that's yeah. Aaron Moy FC. But uh, yeah, like, this is a handy win for Liverpool. They really needed it. Um, if they you know they they drop two points here, then they're right back with uh, with Spurs and Arsenal. And uh, you know, and they're probably a bit of they're further away from Chelsea, so it, it makes every bit of sense. They had a, they had a really nice week here, and yep. a not ni- and a nice Christmas little period here. Little yeah, ball, well, that's exactly right. We got the points where we needed them most. Um, I also have to think uh, David Lovren, um, yes. his effort for the second goal was pretty good. Um, you know, he does couple us like this guy defensively, but um, he literally when the ball was crossed in from Ox, I think he wanted the most out of anyone and, and um, was able to get to head into that position where Clavine kind of just tapped it in. He was going to go in anyway, I think, but um, it was good work there by, by the centre-back who normally cops a lot of stick. Um, Nick, Van Dijk coming in now, £75 million. Pounds, yes. Um, confirmed. Yes. Who partners with him? That's I'm, I'm, So you know more than me. Uh, like Off the top of my head, I'd go with Matip, but I don't know if that's... I don't know if you if that he, he that looks would be like a good the likely choice. Um, I I did mention that Matip um, a couple of weeks ago on the show. Yeah. Or to you personally, that Matip seems to get away with a lot. Yeah, yeah. You have you have messaged me that a couple of times. And it, funnily enough, the first goal at Leicester, um, the pass out mm. of the back for Matip was straight to the. And I, and I actually messaged you and said... That was horrific, that. Um, I said, imagine if that was Darren Lovren. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the difference where... The Facebook would have um, gone absolutely mental. I find that when... Matip makes the error. It's a it's a defensive error. And if Lovren makes a mistake, it's Lovren's error. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's a very vast um, thing. I think the other guy that gets it is Alberto Moreno as well. But he's very rash in a lot of his mm. decisions, which oh, is, oh, yeah. I just, it's just not good enough in the Premier League level. 
Um, but I think, yeah, I feel that um, Joel Matip does get away with a lot. And um, if you watch closely with a lot of the goals that have been scored, when he does play, it always seems to be the defensive error when he's on the pitch. He's been yeah. injured for a while, and we seem to be a lot more solid, even with Clavan in there. Um, he puts away a lovely goal. It, it's, yeah, he does <laughs> put away a goal and, and gets the points. But, yeah, I just I don't know why this guy seems to get away with it. I, I feel like I'm the, it feels like sometimes I'm the only one who's noticed it. Well, you know, it's, it's funny because as soon as Van Dyke comes in, any kind of goals, any any easy goals that are conceded are going to go straight for him. Matip will get away with it again probably. Yeah, probably. He, he will, or the he, other way around. Like they, it can't, You can't blame Van Dyke kind of thing. Oh, uh, you, oh the, the internet, the goals, internet yeah. are unforgiving. You know, you understand when you have a price tag, like Lukaku gets yeah, it, like Morata has a few bad games and he's like, he's the worst player in the league right now. So like, you know, it's... it's it's very quick how people can turn. We'll yeah. move on, but Mickey. Yeah. Uh, Man United uh, took care of Everton. Two cracking goals. Uh, Lingard's in absolute. Like we've said this. We seem, seem to say this every week. He's in absolutely fantastic form right now. He is. He is. And he's really uh, turned his game um, onto another level. Um, he's, ta- he's classic got his chance and taken him because he did have to kind of earn his chance again. You know, he did come onto the scene and, and play a few games under uh, Van Howe and um, a few others and... You know, it, it kind of fell up with the new manager coming in. He kind of started again, and he's probably got a bit sick of it, to be honest. Like, yep. you think of Moyes. I don't know if he played much under Moyes, but um, under Van Gaal, he probably had to prove himself again. And it's very hard as a young guy in the team trying to make his way in a club like Man United. But um, all credit to him. He, he's, he's, as soon as he's got his chance, he's played that well. And um, it's funny, Sir, Sir Alex Ferguson actually said that, you know, at, at 19, he reminded him of a player, a French player that – wasn't it didn't get good to about twenty four and he, he predicted the Lingard would be the same and it's pretty much spot on pretty much by the year almost. Yeah. Um yeah. He's just playing with confidence. Um he's very good on the ball and I think that's someone who he'll mix well with like the Marshalls and the Rashfords and all that, and it's good to send him with the, tw- the three points. He, uh, you know, he took. It's not even like it wasn't even a half chance. It was a nothing chance. That he tried, yeah. he created his own chance there by running was, into that. Space, yeah, yeah, which was really good. Marshalls' goal was awesome. Was fantastic as well, and it, it shows that you know Everton were kind of hard to break down. It took two very good goals to um to yeah. actually get rid of them. So you know, and a lot of teams wouldn't be able to put them away. A lot of them don't take the, those chances or make those chances. They've been pretty unlucky in the Christmas period. Everton. They've lost a couple now, and um, you know. It's just a couple of results that probably haven't gone their way. They did lose to Bournemouth earlier. Yeah. Um, so if you look at the Christmas period, it probably doesn't look as you know as well as what they've played. But unfortunately, sometimes that's football. Uh, Nick, I'd like to give you a question. Would you be open to Man United starting um, Rashford centre or Evan Martial centre, Lingard, Rash, Rashford on the wings? Wait, so no Lukaku. So, well, Lukaku currently is injured. So yeah. He, so, would you play Martial centre forward, Lingard left, Rashford right? Or, um, yeah, well, that'd be that'd be one option. Or you play Rashford up front and Martial on the right and yeah. Lingard on Honestly, the left. I think probably Martial's probably a bit more. I'm sure for that center center it's, forward role. It's pretty scary. Like, it's a very young young attacking team. Like Quick. you, you have, have them running at you. It'd be very. It reminds very me tough. of like a Liverpool attack. Yeah, exactly. They don't have that fourth, but well, they mm. have, they have Pogba. But you know, we've Pogba playing well again. You know, he's uh, he's doing pretty pretty decently. He cops a lot of shit. God, he cops he cops he more, does he cops more shit than he's anyone. playing well this year. But yeah, he's having that's a really the one thing good. that. You know, thank God he isn't playing um, bad because yeah, otherwise yeah. he'd be copping it a lot more. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, you know, I get a three crucial three points. There's still only one point above Chelsea, so that's a main like that's a thing. Only one game behind fourth place Liverpool, so yeah. You know, besides City, obviously, um, those top 
three spots, top uh, top four spots are up for grabs, really, for any of those six teams. Yeah, um, and, and Burnley. Yeah, and Burnley. <laughs> just, just. Uh, Leicester, Huddlesfield, Mickey. Yep. Uh, not really too much to crash on about this game, but, you know, um, we, we say this every time Huddlesfield kind of get pantsed a little bit, that they're going to have these games throughout the season. Yeah. They, they can't stop this every game, but... Right now, they're very on and off, aren't they? Huddersfield at the moment, they are. They they are they are very much on and off, and that sometimes that can work to your benefit because if you can sneak a few decent results in or get a couple wins where you weren't expecting it, you might grab a couple, you know, three points instead of like you know two one pointers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so, there is there is something about that. Leicester getting the win is always good. Mario's score, Mario's haircut's absolutely atrocious, by the way, with that bloody great bro- goal by the yeah, I'm allowing it because oh, of the uh, the one the one thing I will say about Leicester is the unsung hero I reckon of that team is all. Brighton. Yeah, I think he creates a lot of their goals um, through hard running and and just you know no nonsense kind of football and he really does produce a lot of goals for these guys and um, he, he got on the score sheet this week which is good for him um, but he's so underrated in that in that team he, if you watch any Leicester play um, his work rate and his ethic is is second to none and um, he does a really good job for that team yeah Mara's cool finish on yeah. the volley. Um, tough, re- tough finish. Very little, tough. little room circling that he could have, you know, requested a trade again, but no word on word on that yet. It'll be interesting to see in the next, you know, couple starting, of starting starting to get his value back, Mara. Like convenient start- time too. Yeah, very convenient time. But like at the start of the season, after his poor his poor season last last year, but uh, he wasn't really. I don't think his market value was fifty mil. I think that's what they put no. him at, and yep. you know now it seems to be creeping up there a bit more. So yeah, you know, it's what, so, you, what you need. Kind of like the Eden Hazard kind of thing. You know, you have that breakout. You have a, a year that's probably you know a bit underwhelming, and then starting to find their form eventually yeah, back again. Exactly. What do you where, where do you rate Hazard? Just quickly, like in terms of like, if, is he in your top five players in, in the Premier League? He'd be close. Yeah, yeah. That's, I was just wondering quickly because he's one of those players that statistically never really like. He's not one of those guys that you go, okay, how many assists and goals have he had? But when you actually watch the game, you go, fuck, he's so much effect. Yeah, on the game, like, yeah. He, he, the way his he presence takes on, as well. Yeah, and people people get nervous around Hazard. He does, and and the thing about his skill and, and speed is he's also um, very. Um, strong around the ball, you know, he's got a solid body and yep. he uses his body well. And he's he's not a pushover, you know, compared to the wingers that you know some teams have that are so light that you know one tap and they're and they're on their feet. You know, this guy can hold his ground, he can take a challenge while with the ball at his feet and keep going. And that's what makes his dribbling ability so good that he can take the little tap, like the t- little neck, na- na- oh, the little <laughs> knocks, and just keep keep running. So yeah. Um, Will he go, do you reckon? At the end of the year, it looks like Real Madrid are going to go for him. Really? Well, it's hidden that way. You know, a lot of the papers are saying that he's the next Galatico, I think they call Galatico, it. Galatico, yeah, they always go on about um, that. They say that about a few players. You know, they I, they I, do. I saw um, recently uh, Kane. Kane's going to go to Real Madrid. Uh, Spurs are going to get Gareth Bale and $150 million. That That's that's a legitimate I will rumor. say this about when they they bring player-player trades. I've, I can't remember a time where I've ever seen a player-player trade. I think we brought one up, didn't Ibra and Eto go? Uh, they they swapped over from player player back in the day. When I wouldn't even. To, know. I can't remember. We'd have to look that up. Maybe sure. between Inter and Barca. Maybe? Yeah, it was. It was Inter and Barca. That was back in the day. And yeah, Ibra. Ibra was Ibra. Ibra, so Ibra. One one example. Yeah, hundred years of football. Very true. Like we'd have to look it up. I'm sure yeah. there are. But it's, you are correct in that. Like there there aren't many. Like every time those get chucked, chucked up, I'm kind of like, oh, we'll, we'll wait. We'll wait. Yeah. And we'll hold up on that. Anyway, we'll move on. But Crystal Palace getting a win. Southampton. I just don't like Southampton, Mickey. And Shane uh, Long scored in the first time in a long, long yeah, time. Yeah, I was going to say in a long time. Yeah, Shane. Shane Long. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> did you just set your own joke up? You didn't. I, even I know. didn't even know. I didn't even realize until you looked at me funny. <laughs> Palace. Uh, Palace. Right now, you know they're. they're 
Econ points would be thirteenth right now. <laughs> Only a couple of points away from tenth. Like so, like you know, there's uh this that like you know one game. How crazy? How crazy is a uh, a month or two? Like yeah, these guys looking really good. Um, they're playing. Momentum's a beautiful thing in football, isn't it? It is. It in is in any sport, really. It is. Yeah, and like you know, unfortunately, Crystal Palace had the opportunity to uh, take care of Man City with a late penalty, and you know they couldn't get the job done there. Missing that was a uh, very harsh. Yeah. There was absolutely nothing in that penalty. Like that's that's another one. Zaha. Do you, think, do you think Karma got it back then? I think so. I think the football gods were speaking because there's no like Zaha took the biggest dive in that. I, I can't believe that the, the ref actually fell for it. You know those ones where you look even live. Well, that, like, that's what I mean now. Like they they don't know which like. In the rest defence, like half the time they don't know what they can't remember what a penalty is. Like you know, I mean, they, all these players are going down all over the place. Yeah, it's so hard to pick it these days. Sometimes it's a penalty they don't call, it, then it's outrage. You know, sometimes it isn't a penalty they don't, they call it. Yeah, it's exactly. outrage. You know what I mean? So damned if we, you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, exactly right. It's a, it's kind of lose lose situation for the ref. But um, positive signs of Palace. They really turned around since Hodgson's got in there. He's got them playing as a unit now, and um, you know, like guys like Penteke and that. Even though they're not scoring as much, he's like at least he's on the score sheet now. But this year, but you know that head over to Macarthur, I think it was for yeah. the first one. You know, that's that that kind of stuff. They're playing for each other now, and um, you can see that in the points they're getting on the board. You know, at the start, Palace were a joke, and and now they're 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 moving steadily up the table, and they don't look like any team that's going to slow down anytime soon. So. Southampton, I think they're the next manager to go. Nick, I've called it. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put. Uh, I wouldn't put anything wrong there. I think Southampton are absolute pox. Um, if there was any other team that I would want to go into relegation zone, it would be them. I right now, if I could make it a four a four team relegation zone, I would and get rid of all four of them. Fuck them. Let's bring Leeds. Let's, let's bring Leeds and Millwall back in. Well, and, uh, Leeds, it looks like they're going to come back at the moment. They're in their um, playoff positions. I think. Where are they? Are they League One? Are they in Championship? No, Championship. They're in the Championship. Yeah, I think they're third or fourth in Championship. Oh my god, that would be that would be something. I'd be very, I'd be very happy um, with that. They, they, they're one of those big teams as well, aren't they? They're one of those it's teams. It's a big English team. It's like I remember somebody saying this, uh, so I can't take credit, but it was like, what would you rather like if if you're a casual fan and you're like, oh, what's on the night? It's like, oh, Brighton versus United. It'd be like, oh, I don't really care about that. But I'm like, oh, Leeds versus United. You'd yeah. be like, that's that. You know, like they're a big team. Like they've got a huge support exactly base. Right. Like there's some there's something about that. A bit of aura behind. It's like when Newcastle. It's something went that down. they can't buy, isn't it? Like yeah. it's it's history, and that's it. And it's, my mum says a lot when um, they compare um, American traditions to English traditions, and she says a lot with like even like going away from a football perspective, but like with yeah. the army and all that kind of stuff, and 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 just like the the countries in general. And and let, my mum says that the one thing they can't compete with is history because they don't have it, and a yeah. lot of these teams don't have the history of what teams like Leeds do, exactly. and, and and Millwall even, and and you know you, all you have to do is go over to Scotland and Rangers and Celtic. You know Rangers yeah. weren't even in the Scottish top top division for a couple of years and they were still probably the second biggest team in Scotland. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, so definitely. Um, unfortunately, tradition trumps pretty much anything. and the, Which is a thing that I like, to be honest. I, I like to have yeah, the You can't buy You can't feel, really buy history. Yeah. You can buy the present time and it'll eventually become history, but it won't... You, like, exactly like, right. Like right now, and that's why that's why Manchester City cop a lot of shit because they yeah. have such a limited amount of history right now. But they're, exactly right. right. But they're building it. Like, and, that's, and, that's they they can, and they are building it. And they're building it from the bottom, which is the main thing. Exactly. Well, they're building it from a lot of money. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, that's exactly right. Nick, Southampton, seventy-five million pounds in the kitty right now. What do they need? Oh, that's actually a really good question. I never really thought about that. Um, they need a lot, don't they? They need to revamp their whole yeah. se- their whole team. It's hard because they're not gonna they're not gonna go out and spend fifty million on a player. I can only imagine them spending you know a couple of twenties maybe or something like that, and then putting the rest to uh, the club. Little article I heard um, 
they were maybe looking at Sigerson left back from Fulham. He's got a lot of potential. He's going to be a yeah. massive play in the future. Keep an eye out for that I've guy. Heard, I've heard Spurs are looking Walcott. at him too. Walcott were in, was a name that came up. That's all right. That's actually a decent one. I have, I have heard that one as well. And Daniel Sturridge, I heard, was another yeah, one possibly. I've heard that but as well, yeah. That's rumours. Don't hold me on that one. But, you so know, they were, there'd be three smart signings. Well, Walcott, look, Walcott's we'll, I'll be looking forward well. for Liverpool buying Sigerson in the next couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> I actually want Liverpool to go for him now, to be honest. So I think he's yeah. going to be that good. So... Well, Walcott would be a decent pick. Uh, Sturridge is always the injury-prone uh, factor about. It. I don't know if you want to spend. I don't know what his worth would be right now. What would, what would Sturridge really like? Is he worth anything to anyone? Uh, doesn't play. Does, not a first-team player. Well, he's a first-team player. He's a feature. He's a feature. Have a feature. Um, twenty. Yeah, well, they they got seventy five. I'm also. pretty sure they brought him for twelve, so he's still going to still profit. make a profit. Yeah, and God, he scored some good goals over the years. He has, yeah. Like it, for all the shit, like he's so much, so much him. talent. He's just uh, unfortunately he's kind of lost that pace that made him so deadly. Um, that you know they do need something up front, Southampton, so badly. Like they've got nothing. Yeah. They've got like they Shane are the, they're the most <laughs> yeah they're the most boring team to watch go up front. Like uh, if I I remember when I was watching um. Spurs Southampton, and you know we we could see two goals somehow. Like Lowry's was fucking useless, and uh, I was kind of thinking I wish we could verse them every week because there's no way they'd ever beat yeah, us. You, we, just we, ca- it was a comfortable we, game. Yeah, we could beat. We could play him twenty times. We every time we play Southampton, we do the same thing. Van Dyke can play. We don't care. Like he's you know there's only one player, and mm-hmm. we just cut through him. It's a very easy team to get to dissect. Nick, uh, yes. Moving on. Yes. Tottenham versus Swansea two 0 Lorente scores against his old club, and Ali. Absolute beautiful pass from Kane. <laughs> what about the finish? The, oh, the best the, part is yeah, the running finish. The like, best the, part is that that doesn't go down as an assist for Kane because uh, because, the keeper. because it comes off the keeper. Oh, so, I didn't so, think about that. No, uh, not really much to talk about. I, got, got, did you got, watch got, the game? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Now, do you think Swansea had a sniff there for a while? Oh, I yeah. think this game is. It looks three 0 top. Tottenham, it looks like a, you know, from the outside, it looks like a, just a, an easy 2-0 win. This is far from, I think, Swansea had a lot of chances. Jordan A, you had that one chance where you slipped over pretty much. And, yeah. Um, but in saying that, Swansea are at the bottom right now. They've got some points lately. They've got the new manager coming in. They're playing with a bit of feel now. Yeah. I, I, I just don't think that Swansea are quite nah. in the dumps yet. I don't think they're out of it, but I think, you know, obviously they're in the worst position you can be. But Literally at the moment. Yeah, but like, you know, they're... they're they're definitely not Still a guarantee. Four points from safety. They're not. They're not Sunderland right now. They're not Aston Villa right now. Yes. You know, like they're yeah. Not- they're, 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 there's a chance of them coming back. You know, Swan. Uh, sorry, Sunderland and Aston Villa at this stage were dead and buried, and they had no hope whatsoever. No man. Yeah. No new manager could save them. I think Swansea are playing a bit better now, and they had chances to take this game on. And I reckon they, had, if they got a draw, if they got a goal in that, they had like a play a little purple patch. I think between better, better the seventy ten, and eighty yeah, minutes, about 10, 10, 15 minutes maybe of kind of not yeah. Spurs kind of a bit more on the back foot. One, I think it was Ayu who got around Lorries and uh, yeah. Wanyama came across and got rid of it, and you know had basically an open net if he if he just didn't have a too heavy of a touch. Yeah, uh, like what I was, what I will say, sorry, just quickly on um, Swansea. I think this year is going to be one of the better years for the relegation fights in recent memory yeah because right now like look in terms of the teams especially like stoke and west brom and southampton and bournemouth in there and you know west ham as well like there's they're decent teams all of them like all the all the teams who have been promoted are 11 12 and 13 so right now yeah. it currently it would you would suggest that it might be three new teams going down and that's pretty cool like and do you every, think it could happen yeah, of course. Like, I, I it's in, they're in the box team, seat, but I think that yeah. a team like Brighton or Newcastle or even Huddersfield, I think one of them will start really I, I dropping. Just, I just think that um, this year, it, a lot of these teams could get dragged into this fight. Like I, I could almost see 
um, nine teams being in this fight at one stage, yeah. going into the latter, latter stages of the season. Well, what's what are only five points away? Yeah, and they're, and yeah, they're exactly. Tenth, like, well, they're nine points from safety. Oh, five, no, five points from five safety. Five points yeah. from safety. It's, it's so, a huge jam pack, jam in there. And that's what I mean. I think, and a lot of these teams are going to be playing each other over the next couple of weeks. Like just looking at one West Brom versus Brighton this week, um, Newcastle versus Swansea, Huddersfield versus West Ham. Palace versus Burnley, probably not so much. Watford versus Southampton. These teams are going to be playing each other. You know, there's going to be a couple playing each other for genuine six-pointers. And I think this is going to get really interesting over the next couple of weeks. I'm excited. Yeah, that, I think that's where that's where the bulk of the battle is going to be. Who's going to make top four and who's going to get relegated. I interesting think- to see Lorente's goal offside. Yeah, I thought it was clearly offside. I, I actually had to watch that about four times, and I thought, like, I'm thinking, where is the defender? I'm thinking, like, is there somebody, like, I, I can't see on the screen? Yeah. It's clearly offside. Absolutely. Full body offside to me, and I, it was very strange. I, don't, yeah. I, I thought it was an obvious one. On the replay, it was just like, oh, that's clearly that's clearly off. But I, I, I will, um, just on the Kane thing, like, you know, Kane, I think he came on in, like, the 65th, 70th minute or something like that. They yeah. tried to rest him. Um, I, This is in general, but it's crazy to me how... Much power players can generate off absolutely no momentum. Like that was that the thing ball, that ge- like because yeah. everybody like, he almost like dug it out of the ground. And like he had three, he had two or three players around him. And like this, players do this every week. So I'm not just yeah. it's not just Kane, but like just to, just for that to happen, you're kind of like holy shit! Like these guys are unbelievable. Like these guys are like beyond anything. Like you wonder why. Like if if that Leg was power. me, if that was me, I would have. Like I would have gotten about probably a, maybe a fifth of that distance. Like there's yeah. no way. And just the ball was up phenomenal. We won't get too much into that. But uh, Stoke Newcastle, Mickey, um, much need a win for our huge, Newcastle. Huge and a, win and a mu- <laughs> yeah, real bad loss. Yeah, for Stoke. real bad loss for Stoke. This Perez is- gets onto the score sheet again. Yeah. Well, I mean, started started to anyway. The you know for a team that I've got. I don't think they've got any real striker that is, is up to the Premier League standard. They're doing all right. Yeah. Um, 22 points, as I said, as weeks before, they need to just get this ownership sorted before the window closes so they yeah. can get some Premier League players into this team because... What could they get? They got... Like, what money What money would they need and what could they get? Well, you know, you've got a number of players that could almost go... Um, Oh, off the top of my head, it'd be a couple of hard ones to think of. But yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It's very, it's a very difficult situation that they're in because even if they do get a budget, a lot of these teams that they want to will want to buy off are probably going to be ones fighting it out for maybe relegation. No way they're going to sell it. No, no way. You know, there's players around like um in the other leagues that you know that, that would probably you know look at going back. Um, you yeah. know, kind of guys that have failed before and, and not done so bad. Um, you know, a couple in the German league maybe. You know, um, players here and there. I'd look at maybe... Oh, I wouldn't even know at the moment. To be honest, you know, you've probably got a couple of players at AC Milan. AC Milan got a bit of financial trouble. So even if you went big, you went for someone like a Suso, who was a former Liverpool player. Yep. That's just an idea off the top of my head. Um, but there, there would be players in the area. It's just one thing at the moment is January transfer. It is it is hard to get a player. It is it's hard to get a player for a reasonable price. You well, know? yeah, but, it's hard to get a player for if you're a lower team. If you're if you're an upper team, you can you can still get what you probably want. Maybe not the uh, your first preference. You might have to go for your second or third. But I think if you're a lower team, you're really struggling. Especially like yeah. again, if you're going to buy within the Premier League, it's near nearly impossible for. Them. But at the same time, Liverpool got Coutinho for eight. Million, yeah. was that in Suarez January? in January. That's pretty crazy. That's crazy. Suarez in January for half the price. Of, oh no, so I think it was about 23, 24 million. Luis Suarez. Yeah. Patrice Ever joined Man United in January. Um, Fernando Torres during Chelsea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fifty million. Yeah, the cheekiest one. Um, <laughs> but you know, 
that's the one thing it can be done. Um, you know, but as I said, a lot of these players, you know, they're halfway through the season, they don't want to commit. Yeah. Um, except for if you're Felipe Coutinho. Um, we will, move, yeah. <laughs> we will uh, move on, but Mickey, yeah. uh, West Ham over West Brom. Uh, at one stage, I was looking at this going, I was like, oh, you beauty, West Ham are going to be in relegation zone. And then, you know, they Bang. got up and won. And I was like, oh, well, West Brom, that's even better. <laughs> I'd rather them. I'd, r- I'd rather West Brom with relegation. They were stiff to let the first goal in. I think Winston Reid's defending on McLean in this first instant was terrible. Yeah. Um, he d- the thing is, he hesitated. And, and, and a lot of the times, you can't hesitate in this game. Um, he didn't lay the challenge when he should have. He kind of ran away from McLean, let him run onto the ball. And to his credit, he took the game on McLean and took the shot and it took a big deflection and kind of looped over Adrian, yep. um, who seems to be starting every game now. Um, Joe Hart looks like he's on the outer. Yeah, look, it just it shows. What, is, it, what has happened to him? Like, where does he go? What now? a fall from grace, isn't it? I, I don't know where he goes. Maybe maybe one of the bottom teams go for him. Newcastle, get him. <laughs> maybe they're one yeah, of the players. Newcastle got Rob Elliott, who I'd say is a better goalkeeper. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. His stock is so low right now, Hart, and he must be getting. Imagine him like you know, three years ago, thinking like, where would you be now? And he's like. He's down here, second, second choice at West Ham. Yeah, at West Ham, <sighs> mate. That'd, that'd be hard. That'd be demoralising. Does he even warrant a, a goalkeeping position in the Premier League? That's um, the question. Yeah, I'll get him over Mignolet. Uh, probably. probably. Yeah, that's probably the only one. That's not just. He was looking at well, Liverpool. Were looking at him at one stage. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. If I was Liverpool, I'd stay the fuck away from Hart because I, I think it's only. A, it's yeah. a very small upgrade, if any. If it, it oh, I don't think it's an upgrade. Yeah, that's, that's exactly. You could argue definitely. I mean, they're on the same better. page. I think. Uh, but Carroll, I I want to give huge props to my my boy Carroll. Any any big tall striker is always my is always my kind of striker. Uh, Olivia Giroud, uh, Andy Carroll. You got to make a game. He's, a, he's a power player, isn't he? Um, he's an intimidating figure. Um, a Thor lookalike, I think. With, yeah, with the bit, darker hair. Looks like a bit of an idiot, but <laughs> but um, you know, really good in the air. Obviously, that comes with being a tall guy, I guess. Um, his headed goal was a thing of just he wanted it more than everyone else. I think. Yep, definitely. Yeah, and he is that kind of player where he he busts through for a lot of his goals and, and, and with pure brute and just. Desire, I think, a lot of the time. Um, his second one was in the right place, right time. Cool finish. Still, yeah. it's a slight angle. He had to put it in the right spot. He had to hit it right because the, the keeper was getting back to it. Um, oh, it was, yeah. the ball crossing kind of came out to him at the end, at the outside, and he, he can't finish in the ninety fourth minute. I want, yeah, I want to, I want to point that out big time. I think that that's a really underrated finish. People would say that's an easy, easy task. Ball coming in that quickly, you need to hit it first. Wet, wet game. First time, yeah, wet game. Keeper's starting to come back. You would be shitting yourself. Shitting yourself, Mickey. Good, uh, one, Nick. Uh, yeah. good try. And uh, yeah, it, it was a really cool, calm, collected finish. And uh, you know, all, all, all better for him. I, I love him. I love him. Keep him around. Every, every time, Carol. He didn't play this morning, but. That's okay. Didn't need to. He got subbed on. He got subbed on towards the end. In, in saying that, they did play two games. In yeah, games. exactly. We, he we is a big fella too. He'd probably take a couple. Of both days. of those teams played two games in uh, in 48 hours, so it's very uh, difficult for him. Is the, the fans starting to turn to the good for David Moyes, do you think? Uh, yeah, they, I think they've been pretty on Moyes since the get-go in terms of how organised they are at the back, um, which is showed again Re- today. Yeah, results didn't seem to go their way at the start, and yeah. now they're starting to um, find their groove, as you'd say. I still think... Is there any way that West Ham can get their seats moved up around the track? I know, I know. You, yeah, I think you suggested this. I, this it would take a lot of it would take a big uh, manufacturing uh, job really? to do. Yeah, of course it would. Like, so it's not. It's not something you can just unless you bring like literal Chelsea chairs. Yeah, but that probably took them an off season to do it, didn't it? It just it just doesn't feel like a football ground, does it? I know, it does, and it's because it's, it's not. It, it's an Olympic stadium. And <laughs> you, 
in saying that too, it might have. A, like, I don't know the ins and outs of the contract that they, they might have to share with Olympic Sport. Bro, oh yeah, exactly. exactly yeah, on the off season or whenever they're doing athletic, but athletic. You runs. could easily put seats around that track and take it off at the end of the season. Well, yeah, like Etihad Stadium has that ability when they bring the seats in forward for the lower deck, they can do that. So yeah. there is potential, and I, I agree they they could, uh, should just, do it. Imagine the more seats they could have, and imagine how much better atmosphere. Yeah, they, they'd love it. The fans would love it, but it's just I I just don't see it happening. I feel like they're so stuck in their ways. This club, like you know. The other board or whoever's whoever yeah. signed the deal that they can't really do anything. Well, they probably won't even try to be honest. Yeah, exactly. I don't care. City over Watford, Mickey. Uh, pretty stock standard stuff here. Sterling scoring yep. in the first minute's always a fun. Oh, Sane's ball, but oh. these guys are just so well in, in playing together. And and you know, Sterling goes to celebrate, turns around pretty much immediately to go to Sane, and yeah. it just shows that they got a good friendship and um, a good understanding. Own goal in the thirteenth minute it was all over by then. Yeah, Guerrero scoring kind of like a, um, a scuffed goal in, in, a, in a pack full of players. And Andre Gray scores, you know, a couple of goals now. He's, he's starting to find a little bit of form, but it was, the game was over by then. Yeah, there's not really too much to say about this. This is probably about a stock of, of a Man City win as you can get. Although, actually, they didn't win 4-0. They just won 3-1, so it's you know, yeah. around the mark. They are, they're not as kind of... Um, as dominant as what they have been over the last few weeks, I guess scheduling would have, would hurt that. Yeah. You know, obviously, does that, that make Liverpool's game even more enticing? It does, yeah. Like that's why. That's it's why literally I think, like the big. That's why I think that the big hitters at each other, you know, isn't it? The, yeah, that's why I think the Liverpool are every chance to win it because you know City realistically and like this isn't just like I'm not making excuses for City if they do lose, but like if they lose, it's not the end of the world for them. Like they they don't Pep Guardiola doesn't give a shit about the un, the invincible. I don't, he, he, yeah, already, I don't he said he's already said that a couple of times. He doesn't give a shit about it, yeah. and it's just like you know, if they lost, uh, worst case scenario, they're twelve points down, twelve points up instead of fifteen points up. It's like yeah. it's it's a pretty handy spot to be in. But they they will come out and like you know they want to make a statement after their draw. So I'm sure that this is going to be a, a game they really look forward to. It's going to be a blockbuster. I reckon it's going to be like a four four. Something stupid. Oh, God, I think. that'd be good. I'd love. I'd love a four-four game. That'd be crazy, yeah, I don't right? think we've had one this year. A four-four. Do you had a think there's two better attacking teams than Liverpool and City? In what in the Premier League? Yeah. Um. Let's see. Not Chelsea. No way. Um, I can't see United not, being. Not Spurs. Um. United. Spurs have the trump card, but they don't have the trump team. I don't yeah, think. exactly. Yeah, I'm uh, saying that Hume Wong Sing is a pretty good player. What's his name this week? Uh, Wing Ching's Ching. Wing, no, Wing Ching a Ching. <laughs> Wing Ching a Ching. Um, you keep scoring. I keep cutting his name up. Yeah. <laughs> That's the worst part. Uh, United, you could argue for. Like, you know, Lukaku really? when he's... Yeah, of course. If when he's on, he's not on. Well, Lukaku, Rashford, Martial, Lingard, like, it's pretty dangerous. Like, it's not. It's probably not as dangerous. But right now, you got to understand that, okay, if you want to go head-to-head, Lukaku's... I, I would say uh, Lukaku's a better striker than Firmino. Personally, probably not in form right now. But I wouldn't, not in the goal. You can only go off stats, really. No, you can't just go on stats because Hazard, yeah, Hazard would be a shit player if he just went off stats. Oh, but he, oh <laughs> I, Amara, I, looks like look, a decent player I, right now. At the moment, I'd rather have Firmino. At, that's what I mean. In form right now, but I think so. Over, then we're, we're talking about right now because if I was talking about yesterday, I might as well put Ian Rushing. <laughs> <laughs> well played, well played. Okay, I'll give you that then. Liverpool, Man City. It's gonna be good. Like we'll see yeah, what happens. It's an exciting game, I can't wait. But then again, like you know, when like if you see if you saw Liverpool Spurs early in the year, you'd be like, oh, Spurs have the best attack in the league. Like because you know they won four one. So it's like it's, yeah. all, it's it is game by game situations. Yeah, uh, we know. will move on. But Brighton, Bournemouth, a two all classic because Mickey nearly put this at the first the top story at one stage. When I it thought was this was gonna be the ultimate game. Yeah, I know, I know. I was excited too. I said you got the wrong two all draw, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I made a I made a mistake where. I th- I thought Callum Wilson's scoring a bit lately. And then <laughs> I looked at the goals and he's only scored five and one includes a hat-trick. So um, hasn't scored as much as I thought. Um, you know, 
good, decent point for both these teams. This is a six-pointer, but, um, you know, none of the teams could come over with a win. Bournemouth are really, really do need to get a couple wins behind them. They're, they're in a really... They're both, both teams are in a pretty uh, peculiar spot where they could go up or down uh, in the Very next easily. couple of weeks. They, could be yeah. in rele- they both could be in relegation within a week, which is pretty crazy that way how, how nuts the season has been so far. But uh, not too much to say about this one, Mickey. It's not, there wasn't uh, massive highlights in all honesty to me, but... Uh, no. We'll move on, but last game, which was this morning, yep. uh, Spurs, West Ham, um, you know, London Derby. One of those games, Mickey, I haven't, like, because I was at work today, so I had to kind of catch the highlights and kind of go off other people's opinions, which is always very biased, of course. I went off a few West Ham, yep. Tottenham. Seems like they had very different opinions on the game, of I course. Thought, I thought Tottenham were the, the team that had so many chances at the start, but um, it took a, a goal from a bang. Obiang. Obiang. I'll keep it. Uh, is, where, where does that goal rank? Is that close to goal of the season? That, that was... That's one of the oh, that's one of the sweetest Swedish strikes. Swedish oh, He scores a couple god. like this. Um, oh my god, that was I can't something. Can't his name again. Obiang. 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 There we go. Uh, uh, you uh, can uh, hit a ball, but I'll tell you what, yeah. it was almost um, equaled by Wing Cheng Cheng. Wing Cheng Wing Cheng Cheng. Yeah, uh, both fantastic strikes, weren't they? It was one of those things where, at the time of them scoring, uh, West Ham, they it was eighteen shots to zero before they they took that shot. So, yeah. and but even with that, and it, it was a goal out of nothing, but wasn't it? They it had was, to do was, something was, out of nothing. It was a goal out of nothing, but Spurs weren't really looking like they were going to score. Like they were, you can have shots like stats. Stats, you know, this is why I always say stats don't mean everything. Like eighteen shots, I think we only would have had three, maybe four on target, like, yeah. you know, and like probably 10 blocked. Like, you know, like, so there was, it's not exactly like, you know, we were like absolutely like peppering the goals. It yeah. was just that we were kind of, we had it in a half. We had about 75% instead of possession. But again, if you don't do anything with it, then what the fuck's the point of having it? Yeah, very true. Um, both really great goals. It was a great little highlight reel towards the end. Spurs would be very much disappointed that they couldn't get the three points here. But uh, in all honesty, it shows a bit to me how good West Ham's defense is, and I, I, yeah. I, I you got to give a lot of credit to that. I think David that, Moyes, yeah, it's really exactly. Into a once once again, yeah, like it's it, you know, it took it, for both teams, it took something out of nothing to uh, to, for both teams to score. I thought um, Tottenham's goal, um, Son Son was very very free to take that shot. Um, Obiang wasn't as much, but they still kind of just kind of gave him the go. Oh, go on, hit it then. And, and yeah. unfortunately for both defences, they, <laughs> they they hit an absolute cracker. I, you know, for players like them, not so much. Uh, Obiang's hit a couple like that, and Son's in fantastic form at the moment. Yeah. Form at the moment. It's just not a player that I'd really want just to go have a shot. Then go on, you can't hit that because these guys are. You know, these guys are on target and they've hit two absolute crackers. And you know what? I reckon nine times out of ten, they'd be able to hit something similar to that. Like yeah. maybe not as sweet as they both hit Demet, but they would have been able to put most of those shots on target next to no pressure on both these shooters. And um, Obiang's one was a bit closer as well, which makes it a little bit more concerning, a little bit sharper angle for his right foot. But um, I definitely with Son's shot, I think he just kind of was just kind of goes, all right, I'll just yeah, it. I'll have a crack. And yeah, it was beautiful, beautifully struck the swing on the like kind of the reverse swing that it yeah. kind of had going. It was uh, it was really cool to see some of the reverse angles of that. And uh, both goalkeepers had no chance with no, those ones. Those, those were very very tough. Uh, but overall, you know, this is like I'm looking at the table right now, and um, it's it's a really interesting read. Like you know, imagine looking like if we were, if you were to tell me this is the table, I would not be probably believing probably that bottom half. The top half yeah. is probably much more believable. 
unbelievable to me, uh, seeing where they are, except for Burnley. Burnley being anywhere near the top half of the table is just beyond me. Like f- thinking of where we had them at the start of the season. What we will do, Mickey, we'll go, we'll have a break, we'll come back. Uh, Facebook finest, of course, we'll be back. We're going to talk about a few trans potential transfers. Talk about Manchester City. How how good can they be this year, Mickey? And of course, yep. we will look towards week twenty three of the Premier League season. And Nick, Facebook's finest this week. Um, I've got a couple. You've got a couple. I don't think anything will ever beat beat this man's comment uh, Ooh, okay. on Manchester United TV. Okay. Um, I, I, some some things that leave you lost for words sometimes, and yeah. the fact that this guy actually made it to Man United TV is something else. Is this uh, the full time Devils? Sorry, is that, is uh, that what it's, called? it's called full time Devils? I isn't think it, it is. Yeah, I think it, it is. That's the United like version of Arsenal fan TV. So one of the fans suggested that they should sign a striker. Okay. This transfer window, even though they just bought Lukaku, $75 million, and, and I'd Ib- say they've and got... And Ibra. <laughs> and Ibra, and then they've got a couple of attacking options up front. They needed a tall um, guy with the header, which I think is Ibrahimovic and yeah. Lukaku. Who do you think he... Like, on all the players in the world, who do you think he'd bring up? A Premier League player? No, he wouldn't, he wouldn't bring up... If he'd bring up a Premier League player. A, a tall I would have said like a Lewandowski or something like that he would have gone for. Just a big a big. Didn't guy. quite shoot that high. Okay, okay. Uh, is he shooting quite low? Andy Carroll? What's he going for? Well, Drew, I'm just going to say the name. You're never going to get this. Drew. You're never going to get this in a million years because I nearly fell off my chair when he suggested Rondon. that they should sign Peter Crouch. Oh, fuck. <laughs> get fucked. He did. No, I'm not even joking. What, what, um, what, was, his re- what was his reasoning here? I think he said he, they needed someone, a presence up front, up oh, tall, um, to header it in. And he goes, oh, who do you suggest? And he goes, oh, you know, oh, someone like Peter Crouch. And the guy said, you're joking, right? And he said, nah, I think we should sign Peter Crouch. And then I just turned it off and deleted mm. it. Um, I'm never listening to that again. Fun fact, but Petty Crash has more um, assists in the Premier League than Paul Scholes. Yep, I do remember. I do remember seeing that, making him the greatest ever Premier League player. I uh, mean, Peter Hughes actually commented that Crouch is as good a shock as United got at the moment. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? Didn't you hear what I just said? No. I said. A man called Peter Hughes said Crouch is as good a striker as United's got at the moment. <laughs> good one. Didn't you hear that? No, I didn't. I didn't did know what the fuck you were looking at before. I was just like, okay, what was going uh-huh. on? <laughs> Mickey. Well, that's interesting. Sometimes sometimes you've written something so stupid, yep. so beyond anything. I personally or not? Me? No, not you. No, uh, that they, When they post it on Facebook, they have to block out your Twitter handle because they just know how dumb it is. Yeah. Uh, a Chelsea fan had this to say. He said, players that are not good enough for the Chelsea Football Club. So he says a couple of ones that you could argue with. Bashway. Cahill. Tell you what. Tough, tough shout. <laughs> Zabacosta. Just been... Just, just been, signed, Just yeah. signed him. What about someone like, you know, Pedro? Who's what, been a decent been, servant over what the about, last year. What about someone like William? Oh, play of the year two years ago. And what about someone like Alonso? Marcos Alonso. Didn't you? What was the stat you said? Uh, early high, highest amount of goals from, from any fullback in, the, in, the, in Europe. An absolute stunner of, of the dead ball situation. Get those out of our fucking club immediately. Huge window needed. Hashtag CFC. Mm. I don't know. Like uh, sometimes you need. I think you need. A sh- you should have to pass an IQ test to have Twitter. Like you really should. Uh, yeah. Mickey, I, I'm going to take you two from two. Harry Kane yeah. breaks a record 
and is called a fraud. Jack Wilshere gets one assist and is the next fucking Zavi. <laughs> it's, <laughs> very a, true. it's a very good comment. I actually quite enjoyed that one. Um, I'm going to give you one, Nick. Uh, a girl named Lucy has tweeted, boys are fucking stupid and oh. girls find out everything. End of. Which was meant by a comment from um, replying to this one saying, is Coutinho joining Barcelona or not? <laughs> That's a good one, actually. I'm, she still hasn't replied. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, this one comes from the football community. Peter, uh, per Murdersacker, is so slow that he's still in 2017. <laughs> uh, if you've seen his uh, FIFA stats, I think he's still on about 34 pace. I think he's still on. So, yeah, he's, he's struggling in, in the grand scheme of things. Yep. Uh, this was a really weird one. Because I was just kind of, uh, I was on I was on Facebook and something came up and it was like, you know, me being a, a wrestling fan. And I like I clicked in the comments of like a wrestling post from Give Me Sport. Yep. And uh, one of the top comment is my Google Chrome browser has more history than Chelsea. I don't know <laughs> what that has to do with anything. <laughs> Funny nonetheless. <laughs> Funny nonetheless. I thought that was a good one. Um, Nick, uh, Everton removed a t-shirt from the club store this week after fans noticed that... Uh, I'll give you a run through, guys, because um, obviously you're not looking at the photo I'm looking at. Um, it's a club t-shirt with the Everton crest. In the background, um, it's just um, a picture of supporters yeah. Um, from back in the day, you know, probably looking at probably the, the 30s or the 40s. So a black and white print, but it's in, in a blue blue colour instead of the black and white, if that makes sense. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, it was removed when they found out it was actually a photo of Liverpool supporters. <laughs> and they just coloured them blue. Yeah, so it was Liverpool supporters in a blue filter. I like it. That's good. Stiff. Better reason to keep it on, I reckon. Uh, i got a fact for you, Mickey. I like facts on this show. Uh, if Murata had four shots at Tupac, he would still be alive. Oh, <laughs> nice, easy one. And i got another one to finish me off. I think this is my last one, or maybe second last. Someone said if Murata and Lukaku marry, they will miss the, they will miss the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> and also, feel for uh, feel for Eden Hazard, who has to play with Murata and Lukaku, and try and assist them both. Oh, Must no. be tough. Uh, do you have any more, Mickey? I do. Um, Harry Kane posted a photo of the weekend, um, just before the New Year's celebrations. Yep. Uh, it was him with his, it looks like, eight hat-trick balls, um, a golden boot. And um, 2017 has been a good good to me, bringing on 2018. Hat-trick, golden boot, happy new year and hashtags. His girlfriend commented, first child, question mark, engagement. <laughs> <laughs> his reply, oh, of course that would great as well, babe. <laughs> I think he lived at every boy moment, and I think that um, the football achievements clearly override the marriage achievements and a child. And a child. Well, one on Carrie Kane. I've got one here. Um, you know, Moyes. Oh, we all think that uh, this is the rumor going around. Moyes said, "If you stop Kane from scoring tonight, you all get a 10k bonus." And, and I, I saw that, and yeah. I sent this message to you, Mickey. And there's a picture of Harry Kane on the ball with literally six West Ham players within about a meter of him, trying to make sure that he doesn't score. And they nearly, they nearly succeeded. Well, they nearly failed. Actually, yeah. sorry. <laughs> Do you have any more? I've got one more on the Harry Kane front. Perfect. Um, Kenya reported Harry Kane's record-breaking season. Do you know how they reported it? How they reported. it. When Yama's teammate sets Premier League goal record. <laughs> That's a good one, actually. I like that because they don't like, they they wouldn't know who Harry Kane is. They know what Yon Yama is. He'd be folklore over there. He do would you, be. Do you he have any be. more? Nah, we'll leave it at that. This I, week. I got one more. I got one more Go. for you, Biggie. Uh, the, Mourinho had a bit of a uh, a bit of a dick today uh, today at the on the press. Yep. And I, I'll read you the quote. Go on. Just because I don't act like a clown on the touchline doesn't mean I'm not passionate. And then there's a photo of Klopp in clown makeup. And I'll just photo. I'll just zoom you on that <laughs> one. It's quite fun. It's quite a looking funny one. Do you, uh, do you reckon that's just Klopp or do you reckon that's Klopp and Conte? 
Uh, there's a few managers out there who've got a bit of passion, but uh, the, the one, only one that I can think in terms of the top, I think the the top wor- teams, the worst one is um, Di Canio. I remember back in the day when um, yeah. he was man. I think West Ham manager, he was going nuts. Or Sunderland. Yeah, well, they don't do that anymore. So luckily, Mourinho doesn't have to. If, if he did, Canio was a he'd probably was knock a figure, him. He'd probably knock him out. But yeah, like, it's, it's an interesting one because you know you have play like you have guys like well Posh does it. Posh. How would, how would you react? Do you reckon as a manager on the on the touchline? I don't, we I'd, both know how I'd react. I'd do a backflip every time we scored, like, especially we like. I don't know. It's it's very hard to. I try and act cool, but it's, if the oh, game if I the game think... was tight, I, I there's no way I'd be able to contain myself. I would I'd run on the pitch. Yeah, like, I was thinking the same. Like I don't think we have any doubts that I'd probably do something similar. <laughs> I think I'd run to the touchline. Mickey, before we get out, we've got a few nice little questions, and before we do our predictions, of course, you've yep. written this one down. Uh, it's a very very uh, kind of uh, relevant question in this time. Uh, you know, just hit, ticking over the new year. Can Manchester City? get to the 100-point mark? It'd be interesting. Um, at the moment, they're on 62 points, 22 games to go. So, 22 games played, sorry. So they've 16 got games. 16 games to go. Um, what's that at three points each, Nick? That's 16 times three Yeah, uh, is 48. 48. So 48, and they need 38 so points for the 100. So they, 110. Can drop, they can drop 10 points yeah. to get to 100. So that that's the main question. Do you think the well, Manchester they haven't dropped 10 City points all year. They've dropped, they've dropped four. four. They've dropped four points so far. So they, they can either go the rest of the season without dropping 10 points. I can't Very, remember, I can't, how many teams have done 100? Uh, it's been done before, but I, I can't remember the last time it happened. I'm just trying to think. Like I know Chelsea had a season when they made 95. Yeah, and... Look, it'd be it'd be a really great achievement. It's good. I don't think they'll get there. I think that they're going to have a bit of a flop, uh, a bit of a down period. I kind of hope cool. that. it is. It's a big call, but like, yeah, I think they'll start dropping points. And yeah, you know, every every draw that they do, they drop two points in a way. You know, slowly starts to kind of deteriorate. I, I I'd have to look at their fixtures. I, they, if they can get out of this next kind of two three week period without too much fuss, yep. I think that I'll, I'll probably guarantee that they will get the hundred points. But I think this is kind of a, a, a testing weird, time. Yeah, it's it? a bit of a testing it's time. A huge game it, if they get the three points against Liverpool. Yeah, that, got, that'd go a long way. Too. That does huge. That would do huge numbers. Um, and also they've kind of got a couple of injuries right now. You know, yep. De Bruyne, De Bruyne, Silver, Silver's obviously having a bit of a hard, uh, having obviously uh, a hard time. So his child is having a lot of issues yep. after birth. That's the reason why he hasn't been playing. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, obviously everyone, you know. Wishes wishes the best. Obviously, that'd be a very hard time for the Silvers right now. Yep. Um, it, it shows that even this kind of, that kind of stuff happens to footballers as well. They're not immortal to um, life tragedies, as you'd say. Um, so you know, all the best for him, Nick. Yes. Sanchez and Coutinho, the two names really bring up in this transfer window so far. Do you think they'll happen? I think Coutinho. I don't. I don't think Sanchez will. I think Sanchez is pretty safe. I don't know why. I've. I've I, I, we fought this last transfer, and we fought this for Coutinho as well. I wouldn't be surprised if Coutinho stuck around. I, d- I don't know. Like this, the the whole Nike thing apparently dropping the the bombshell yeah. makes it very odd. But I just don't think a company like that would do that. It's just so stupid. Like, yeah. I, and maybe I'm giving them too much credit, which I probably am. But if you're if you're in any way like you know how many hands that something like that would have to go through to actually get posted on the website? Yeah, exactly right. You'd, you'd think it would. There's go a through. whole team that exactly. Goes through. Yeah, like you'd think they'd be going through and like surely one of them knows what's going on. Be like, guys, that actually hasn't been that hasn't been announced yet. Like, yeah. I mean, it's rumored, but like you know, I guess if you see if you if you checked a few football pages quickly, you probably would get the impression that he has moved because there's that many people already guaranteeing that he is going. So, yeah. uh, in terms of Sanchez, where's he going? Well, City of the Talk, you know, um, I even heard something as stupid as saying Sanchez could replace Coutinho, which is oh, no way that's going to happen, I don't think. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's it's an interesting time. I think for our season's sake, God, you know, now that we've got Van Dyke, surely we can hold on to Coutinho for six more months. Well, you know? maybe that's why you've got, got Van Dyke. 
Maybe because you you have that deal lined up. That's how you got the money for it. That's I, why you I don't you think football paying. clubs are in these kind of thing where they do that kind of, like until it happens. But I yeah, I don't know. Like it's uh, like Liverpool have seventy five million to, to give. You know what I mean? Like they can survive six months without that seventy five mil, and and to think that the amount of money they'll get from playing Champions League, yeah, is going to pay for that itself if they can take. So I think in Liverpool's interest, they they want to do everything they can to, to hold on, continue at least to the end of the season, and it gives us a whole chance for them to kind of replace him. Yeah, you know, it's a very hard um, month to try and get someone replace someone in that time. It, it, it's very very hard. So the only my biggest fear is that it happens on the deadline day. And then you've got no time to make a transfer, and it's just, you know, what I mean, if we're going to sell him, if we're going to sell him, sell him now. But if we're not going to sell him, put your foot down, um, and 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 let's just, you know, make it make a big push for the top four and just, even higher maybe. Just uh, quickly, I saw the uh, the team of the year for across all competitions recently come up, and uh, they they put it up. It was for 2017, of course, and they had their two strikers. And uh, one of the big notable exceptions, a lot of people were saying that there was no there was no Kane, but there was Cavani and Ronaldo as the strikers. I think yeah. that they're perfect. They're perfectly fine picks. In all yeah, honesty. I th- they've had but, such good seasons. Yeah, and it's, it's hard for people. A lot of people don't watch any other league. Bar yeah, the Premier League exactly. and Don't realize how good they've seen. Well, like Ronaldo had. statistically probably not, but he's won so many things. Like yep. you know, he's won the Champions League, he's won the Liga, like he's won a Ballon d'Or. Euro. Like, yeah, like, oh, was that two Euro, Euro, last year? But yeah. that like yeah, it all adds up. And Cavani, like we we talk about Cavani all the time being one of if not the best striker in the world. Like yeah. and like there's a reason for that. And he's really come leaps and bounds since Ibrahimovic left, hasn't he? Where is it? Where do you think he ranks right now in terms of strikers? Who's better? Oh, top five. Who's better than him? I think I don't think there's so much as. Who's better than him? I think it's who's on par with him. Who's on par with him? Kane. Um, Lewandowski. probably. I would have said Aubameyang not too long ago. I'll probably not so much now. No, not anymore. Um, Suarez has dropped off. Suarez has dropped off. You know, Benzema's not even really in the nah. question anymore. Who do, who do you think? That's what I mean. Like I'm 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 trying I'm racking my brain over this and going like who because like and you've got to go like we're not just talking about someone who's in, who's in form. Higuain has he maybe I don't maybe even know like uh, Dybala yeah. Dybala like great players but I don't know if they're in like you know they've been doing it. Dybala's probably in that, in that yeah he's, oh, he's he's coming in he's coming hard he's coming in on his own right now he's a he's a fantastic player Dybala I'd love to see him in the Premier League <laughs> big time. Uh, Mickey I want to bring up something quickly to you. As well, uh, recently uh, during the West Ham West Brom game, uh, Jake Livermore was seen basically trying to run in, run into the crowd. Basically, uh, to always try to fight a West Ham fan. Uh, reports have come out, and you know West Brom have made a statement to say that the fan was uh, yelling out and basically abusing him for he had a he had his son actually died in two thousand and fourteen, and he was making yep. jokes about that. Uh, what sort of punishment do you think should happen to this guy if if these allegations are true? Obviously, we can't guarantee because you know you might be able to you might be mishearing something, of course. But you, this is pretty strong. I wouldn't. I don't. He, low, would, he wouldn't lie. He wouldn't lie about this, of course. So unless he's completely misheard, he, he something. would have had to hear it properly as well. And yeah. You know, for him to, to cause that reaction like that, because he pretty much had to go leave the field after that. Didn't yeah, they had to try and drag him away, basically. Like, uh, if it was, if this, like, I'm, I'm taking his word for it, of course. Like, it'd be it, very... it, it doesn't, like, if that wasn't true, it doesn't start that reaction, doesn't exactly, it? Exactly. Like and a lot of things happened to Jack, uh, Jack Limwell after that. Um, you know, he got done using cocaine abuse and yep. um, two years out of the game. Yep. And, and it all kind of stems from what happened. So, um, you know, He's come a long way to get back on the pitch, you know, depression or, you know, all that kind of stuff that comes along with some, such a tragic event and, and to have someone from the crowd kind of 
Say yeah, something's pretty low, isn't it's it? It's horrific. Like, I, Do you I went, think a live I, band? Yeah, I, I thought so. That was my first instinct was get it. Like, he should never go to a game again. Like, there's like I was thinking. We, you know, we're so we're so big on stamping racism out these days, and I think that's a lot of the racism. But well, that's what, one thing calling someone a monkey, and another thing saying something about someone's dead child. It's yeah, that's what I was, I was thinking about. Like, I went to us. I, I was like, what in in the heat of the moment, we all say stupid things. We understand that, but there's no like that level is so far beyond where any sort of and, line should be. And what be. could have Jake Livermore even done to him to make him want to say oh, that? No, nothing. He would have just. <laughs> Probably played well. <laughs> you know, probably that's it. like yeah. He was you know, in England before he got. Yeah, exactly. I, I would get. Yeah, you know, he should. He should never be allowed in a West Ham game again. Like realistically, a game at all. It's horrific. No, should not. Why? Like if for a West Ham game, definitely not. I. You could argue that you can. I don't know how the bands work. I don't know how you can mm. keep them away from other games. Like and again, like it'd be weird. Like. Again, if he was to never go to a West End game, what would he? What would he do? Would he? Yeah, well, change that's him? exactly. Well, that's what you got to think too. Like, I've thought that a lot of you know when um a lot of. Um, AFL fans have been banned because they have done that a, a few times where they've banned them for life. They, yep. They're very cutthroat with those kind of things. Yeah. Um, where do you go from that if you can't even support the team you support? Yeah, exactly. It's tough. It makes it tough. You go to the pub, I guess, and watch it. But yeah. at the same time, you just don't feel a part of the club anymore, do you? Of course, but that's what you don't do that. That's like, yeah, it's well, like there's certain things you can't, like, you know, you, can, uh, you could say that about somebody who murders somebody. It's like, oh, you know, I can't hang out with my, my family anymore. It's like, yeah, but you, you killed someone. Like, you, yeah. you, you deserve to go to jail. Like, you know, yep. I, I, I figure it's, it's just terrific. I just wanted to bring that quickly because it was something that when I saw I actually didn't believe it. I was just like, surely not. Surely. And it's not something that, um, like, originally, uh, you see a bunch of the comments and they're like, oh, it's, oh, it's just a typical West Ham fan kind of thing. And it's, no, yeah, it's not anyone kind of thing. Of course, it's, yeah, it's just, a, it's just a horrible person saying that, really. Like, it's, mm. it's hard. It's a very tough situation for, like, what they have to do now, West Ham, because as much as they want to kind of, you know, they won't want to ban him, but they kind of have to. Like, they have yeah. to do something. They have to stamp him out. I don't know what, I don't know if anything's been done as of yet. Have they, they found the guy? I, I think they have because they, they've, uh, well, they've, um, they have filed a complaint, West Brom. So they they filed a complaint as a club. So they and they, and people have had video of the scenario. So there's there's obviously footage of the guy. And, that, and that's the thing these days, isn't it? Everyone's got a video. Exactly. Has, it takes two seconds to video something. So very hard to get away with something, especially when you're at the London Stadium. Like, yeah. yeah, that thing's fucking huge, but you can still, you still can get picked out pretty easily. Uh, Mickey, you wanted to talk about Liverpool, but I think we've already we've already yeah, touched we've already on that. I uh, will get we'll go to our predictions, Mickey. Week twenty three is upon us. Uh, who last, won the last one? I guess who won the last one, Mickey. I don't want to guess now because I... boys, boys, boys. I want... By a lot. Ah, uh, two. Go. We got two, one. I got one correct result, which put me over the line. We didn't. We didn't do week twenty-two. We did. Yeah, we, we keep forgetting. We, we did week twenty-one, but week twenty-three is upon us, Michael. Yes. And it's an exciting time to be alive. All right. Well, I'll start off. Chelsea, Leicester, Nick. Chelsea, Leicester. Chelsea are going to win this. Murata's going to score a hat trick. And everybody's going to everybody's going to uh, get ready to uh, praise the man again. Four-one win. I think it's going to be one all. Okay, that's fair enough. Palace Burnley, good game. I think with Palace up and coming, and Burnley trying to you know cement their place in the top seven, I guess now. Two all draw. Two all draw. Yeah. I think Palace win two one. Be cool. Huddlesfield West Ham. West Ham two one. West Ham two nil. Ooh. Newcastle Swansea. Newcastle two nil. What a big. Oh wait, hang on. Um, what a big game in the context, isn't it? No, I'm going to say two nil. Yeah, it is a huge game. There's a lot um, of huge games this week. I'm going to go 1-0. 1-0 with Newcastle. Watford, Southampton? I think Southampton will win 2-1. I think Watford are going to win 6-0. Fuck them. I, don't, I, just, <laughs> I just don't like Southampton. Uh, West Brom, Brighton. Oh, big game again. Brighton, 1-0. I'm going to go 0-0 oh, draw. Uh, Tottenham, Everton? Big game. Big game. Tottenham, 3-1. 
Uh, we took care of them pretty easily last time, but Everton was shambles back then. Um, I'll still go with a win, 2-0. Uh, Bournemouth Arsenal. Again, a bit of a, t- a bit of a tricky one for Yeah, a, a little Arsenal. bit tricky. Um, I still think they'll they'll prove you wrong with a bit tricky. Uh, I think they'll win 3-0. Arsenal. Mm. I'm going to go with a Bournemouth goal, and then Arsenal's going to score two, and they're going to be a 2-1 win. Uh, one in the one in the eighty sixth. Uh, Liverpool, Manchester. Oh, actually, no, stuff that. We're going to go to the second big game. Uh, Man United, Stoke. One of the biggest games of the season, of course. Uh, Man United two 0 Man United four 0 uh, And Liverpool, Manchester City. This is where we put our balls on the well, line. Well, I normally put Liverpool three 0 but I respect Man City, so Liverpool going to win three <laughs> two. <laughs> I'm going to go with a. I'm going to go. 3-1. I'm going to go with the same score they beat Arsenal as. I just think that they're going to... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why. Uh, Mickey, takeaways before we get out of here. Um, Bru- uh, I don't know. Christmas period always shits me. That's my takeaway. I think, like, I think it's, it's, it's really cool as a fan if you're... I'm sure it's if hard on the players. If, if you're living... It's hard, on the, it's hard on me. It's hard on people in Australia. It's getting up in the... I actually don't mind it because I get up, I go to work at 7 a.m. and a lot of the games are on. Yeah, I know, but I can't I can't watch it. I have to listen to it. I don't want to listen to the games. I, I, don't well, I actually just watch it. I'll I don't, I don't doing yeah, it Yeah, exactly. I don't have that ability just to stop what I'm doing, Mickey. I have, yeah, to, I, you know, I have to contribute to fucking society. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that sucks. But it's going to be it's gonna be good fun, of course. Mickey. Yep. Harry Kane's going to win the golden boot. Yeah, we figured that out. Already. <laughs> Although Salah back in, like, I think there's only one goal difference, so it's all it's all fun and games right now. We'll see, we'll see. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Total 90 Premier League podcast. If you like what you hear, please subscribe. Mickey Kenny's going to take us out. Take us out, Mickey. Nick, Liverpool versus Man City, calling it game of the season. So make sure you tune in. To the Tuesday after, it's June 15th they're playing. So. Oh, it's exciting. Um, yeah, that's game of the season, calling it right now. It's going to be the best season in Premier League because we're going to take you all the way through. <laughs>